Welcome to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 130. Happy birthday, Matt Kelly. That's right, we are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.net work. We are back. Back on time. Back back in black. Uh, um, back in analogies. Uh, and guess who's back? Back again. Tell a friend. It's Derek Cranevelt. Uh, hey guys, a uh, couple questions. Don't you usually say the episode of the title title of the episode? I did. Happy birthday, Matt Kelly. Did you say that? I thought you just said the number. No, level one thirty. Happy okay. birthday, Matt. Also, I don't Kelly. know. Second question. I don't know if it's actually been referenced at this point, but the show's been on for more than three years now. Fuck. Really? Yeah, we started in September, I believe, of twenty fourteen. Jesus, Jesus, that was a fucking. That was like two lifetimes ago. A lot of changes. A lot of uh. Huh. Uh, uh, can you? Am I no, good? You, am I good, sound... guys? Do I sound good? I mean, that's a really deep. That's a question deeper than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, now, am I am I glitching because of like connectivity or because of, you like sound microphones busted? Like a, a robot, not like a glitching. You just sound like you s- Derek. How do I yeah. sound? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I also hear your issues. All right, all right, we're we're, we're we're keeping it live. I'm hanging up. You guys call me back. Why do we have to call him back? That's so much work. What happens when you do it live? I know it's I'm really not that bitch. much work. Wait, you got, your guys' <laughs> definition of work is. Hey, uh, man. <laughs> they're not calling me. Back. I'm just kidding. Wait, I can't. Add okay, him back. I'm, I'm adding him back. Uh oh. I already oh. tried. I, I did already. Goddamn. Are we keeping this in or are we starting over? Oh, we're keeping it in. Keep it in. There, Hello? you sound much Hello? better. Yeah, yeah, you sound fine. Do I sound good? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. All right. Jesus. God. You have such ridiculous expectations of my voice. <laughs> it's only <laughs> been three years. Like, your, whole, <laughs> your whole thing Shtick. is your voice. Yeah. The yeah. day we have no audio issues is the day that we uh, <laughs> quit. We got, we got nothing left. We got nothing yeah. left to do. Yeah. Um. I, I. Before we get into the show, actually, uh, Miss Courtney Dossett's here as well. Hello. I was gonna say you didn't introduce me. Also, I didn't get any adjectives again this week. The it's fine. the the the. Mm, uh. Hold on. Hold on. The. Uh, hold on. If you're googling synonyms for salty cunt, I don't know <laughs> if there is one. Uh. Hold on. This will be the second week in a row I've dropped a C-bomb. Oops. There was multiple ones last week, too, so don't forget that. Miss know, Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for Clippy. Clippy? Yeah. That sounds weird. Yeah. Clip- I don't know how I feel about Clippy that. Clippy like the Microsoft Assistant. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh okay. how about this? Know that. Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for Clinically Insane. Fuck. Ah, and, I'm of not, course, uh, I'm, I'm... not that crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm Shane O'Hare. Everybody knows me. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> uh, but again, um, I just want to say, before we get into the episode it is uh officially been 84 days since matt <laughs> kelly has been on uh the geekscape games podcast and um i have yet to be a guest on the horror movie night show i don't i feel i, I feel like he's gonna have you. i don't think he's gonna have you first of all but i also feel like why would it be you why like, would it why, be yeah, why do, like why like you weren't even on the episode that matt kelly was on yeah but yeah. but it's my show yeah uh, i don't know about that <laughs> my show I think it's I think it's a collective. <laughs> you socialist prick. We're gonna move to be um a co-op. A, co- a, a democratic a co-op? co-op. Co-op. Co-op, you fucking brony. Co-op. <laughs> oh man. We really shouldn't be talking about clop when our first story is so I mean solemn. Jesus Christ, you brought it up. Did I? Yes. Did did I did I? I, I you you're the one that said clop. Co-op. Co-op. <laughs> Derek's just having a a big old blast over there, aren't you? You could uh, you could cut the sexual tension with a hoof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ha! Um, let me see. So, anyway, uh, what do you say we get to uh, the beginning of it? It's, it's kind of... Um, I, I want to keep this light, but it's a very, very serious topic um, that um, is going on. There's been a... Um, everybody's heard of Harvey Casting Couch Weinstein and the horrible things that he, he's done. Um, and his outing by the New York Times has pretty much opened the door for all the the silent victims to come out and to start, you know, you know, telling their story. Um, there's been a myriad of, of actors and actresses. Um, there is a, some, there's a pretty prominent uh, electronic music producer and DJ, the gas lamp killer that was accused of drugging and um, raping two girls a few years ago. And they finally came out and talked about it. So like, like it's, it's the the thing to talk about, and I don't mean to say that like in a bad way. It's a it's a it's amazing. It's amazing that people are finally coming out. I'm just waiting for somebody to fucking drop the bomb on that fucking creepy scumbag Dan Schneider. Um, but let's keep it inside the wheelhouse. Um, there uh, was a which was this was today. A former Naughty Dog employee says he was sexually harassed and. Um, he was attempted to be silenced by Sony HR. Um, uh, former Naughty Dog environment artist and multiplayer level layout artist David Ballard um, was on Twitter and um, led out, um, uh, basically uh, laid out a uh, sexual harassment incident. Um, basically, uh, he, he went to Twitter and he said, in late 2015, I was sexually harassed at Naughty Dog by a lead. My work environment became extremely toxic afterwards um he had a mental breakdown and at work and sony hr uh became involved when they found out about it they hung up on him and they fired him the next day saying the company was moving in a different direction and um that they tried to silence him with twenty thousand dollars and um uh, for like a non-disclosure yeah yeah hey we'll give you 20k if you just keep your mouth shut um and he hasn't worked since and every time he's applied for work, everyone's like, oh, why did you leave Naughty Dog? Like, it's, he's had to give, like, a non-answer. But because of everything that's going on right now, um, uh, he has come out. And I think it's absolutely amazing that the story is out. Um, I, I do, I do want to say that, you know, these are just allegations. There's nothing proven. Uh, if we can see this, this, you know, letter or some phone calls or anything, that would be amazing. But um, uh, it's, it, it's, it's. It's staggering that how pervasive this is. It's- well, part of the problem is it's there's a lot of like you were saying it'd be great if it's because it's an al- it's an allegation and it'd be great if there was some proof. The problem I have with things like this is that it's up to the victim to prove that something happened to them, and it's not always possible, <laughs> and it's fucked up to be honest. Because even if you do have proof a lot of the time, a witness or a letter or or an audio recording like a lot of the time it's it doesn't help you it doesn't help your case it's still he said he said she said or he said he said or she said she said like it's all fucked it's all wrong and the fact that the company immediately fired him after this happened doesn't really like have you ever has anyone else ever been in that kind of situation where like something happened to you you went to your company about it and they were kind of just like well we don't want to deal with it so we're just gonna wait and brush it under the rug um i mean not really um per se but uh I, 
Let me just put you on, guys on the spot. And like, let me out. You guys yeah. are shit. I mean, I've had it happen. I had, I had a, a coworker pretend to punch me in the face. Like he, he full on like put his fist in my face out of anger. And when I went to my boss about it, she said it wasn't her problem. When I went to my other boss about it, he said he would talk with the other guy's supervisor. And it took a month to get everybody to sit down. And then they basically told me that I was a sensitive young lady and that I got overreacted about harsh words. I mean, you are a sensitive young lady. But but not in the sense of, like, if you if you yell at me or if you call me a bitch at work, in a work environment like that, that I'm going to break down and then make up a story about you. Like, that's, that's, not, that's not who I am. I'm not going to make something up that didn't happen to get back at somebody. And that's basically what they were saying. They said they were saying I overreacted, and and like that can happen here too. Like they could be like, oh, well, you're over, you you're mis you're misunderstanding the situation, and that's not the way sexual harassment or any kind of harassment works. It's not based on what the harasser feels happened to you. It's what the harassee feels happened to them, and it just doesn't like it's a great theory, but it almost never happens that way. Like it never pans out that way, and when they try to break it down yeah it's uh i mean there was an amazing there was an amazing comment that i read somewhere i think it was probably reddit because you know whatever <laughs> what um, else are you gonna do yeah <laughs> um uh but somebody said hey when hr gets involved they're not your friend they're there they're not your friend unless you're an executive and they're there to yep. keep the company like covered yeah um, they they act like they're your friends they tell you that they'll be there for you in these situations but they never do. They're there to protect the company, not to protect. Yeah, Derek, have you ever been in a situation like this? Uh, no, no, I have not. Like for some reason, I I, I could have sworn that you like you have or had been. Uh, I mean, if I, I have, if I had, I'd repressed it because I have no recollection. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's fucking terrible, and I think it's uh, oh, it's just terrifying to see all of that, all of this stuff that's starting to come to light right now, and <clears throat> and you know, like how much more of it is has not been brought out at this point and how much more of it is there still to come and you know i just hope that you know now that it's it is starting to come out and now that people are starting to speak up like i hope that these people that have been living in terror or living in fear for so long like i just hope that they feel like they can stand up now and 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 talk about what's happened to them um it's it's insane and uh yeah i don't know what to say other than that yes it's and it I mean, there's, there'd always been, and then what, with the whole, um, Harvey Weinstein thing, there's all these, like, um, like videos of like, oh, and this year, uh, you know, way back when someone made a joke about how creepy Harvey Weinstein is and stuff like that. And like, it was one of those, like the evidence was all in front of us. Why didn't we do anything? Um, well, it's not that the evidence is all in front of us. It's that people have known for decades that this happened and they joke about it and make it in a sense. Okay. Like, everybody knows what a dirty old man Weinstein is and that you just got to watch out because he's a little touchy-feely. And it's been, instead of somebody standing up and being like, that's not okay, and you can't sleep with an actress to give her a part, and we're not going to go with that actress because you slept with her. Like, people people let it happen and people said it was okay. By and, not saying it's wrong, you're saying it's okay. And it makes me it makes me wonder, like, there's all these stories that are out there, which one, like, which ones that have we... We as a collective, we not as we as an individual, we right. have com- just ignored and been like, oh, "That person's just crazy." Look, they're into drugs. Like, yeah. What about all that shit that Amanda Bynes said about Jan- uh, Dan Snyder? Or, well, you know, Courtney Love that- said something about Weinstein. Yeah, I. I mean, she's Google Courtney Dan Love. Snyder. That guy is that guy's a fucking creepy dude. Right? Um, he's a creepy ass dude. In the wake of all this, Emma Thompson, who I adore, 
um, and is a very strong and amazing woman, she came out and was saying how there needs to be change. And like, if you Google her interview, I think it's with the BBC, she talks a lot about how like, she's dealt with stuff like this. And she's just been kind of like, no, fuck you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cast and couch for a part. Or I'm not willing to do favors for stuff. But you know, that it's so pervasive and accepted and how the industry needs to change. I'm sure it's just as bad in the gaming industry. And it doesn't have to be dirty old men on young girls. It can be men on men. It can be women on women. It can be women on men. And I think that's one thing that people forget is that harassment can go any which way so. yeah i mean i uh i experienced uh a lot of sexual harassment uh <laughs> at geekscape.net the um the the, the cock shark is a <laughs> vicious 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 bloodthirsty creature see we laugh about the cock shark uh, and the cock shark it's not okay if it makes you uncomfortable goodness <laughs> everything at comic-con makes me uncomfortable oh my God. <laughs> all right what, what, what happens in what happens in the 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 geekscape suite stays in the geekscape suite even your tears uh which uh, it, you know it's a it's a bad time to fucking joke, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna monitor this. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what. <laughs> <laughs> what the what? What are you laughing for? You're just like you've dug yourself into this awkward hole, and you're like, what is next? What what do I say from here? This one's for you, Matt Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So, oh what do you say we move on to something a little bit nicer? Um. Derek, I feel like one of your favorite games of all time uh, is having a big new launch. I thought the whole season of Life is Strange was out. So No way, man. So last month at some point, uh, episode one launched, um, and uh, they announced a few days ago that episode two will launch on October 19th, so that's this coming Thursday, uh, and... If you listen, actually, I think that week I talked about it, my audio fucked up, uh, as is par for the course. So, uh, Life is Strange <laughs> Before the Storm episode one was fantastic. Uh, Josh and I actually talked about it pretty in depth on a special bonus episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. Um, I'm so beyond excited for episode two. Uh, I'm crying already just from the trailer, and uh, it comes out next Thursday. And uh, you haven't picked it up or played episode two of the first season yet, have you, Shane? <laughs> no, I have it on PlayStation Plus. On my PlayStation Dude, Plus. Dude, how? Play. Like, delete. Oh, your PlayStation Plus apps. Okay. We'll just buy it. It's probably on sale for $5 right now. If I had $5, if I bought he, a if happy meal today so I could get a Rainbow Dash toy because of the My Little Pony movie. You gotta have better priorities. You bought yeah. a Happy Meal today? Like last week when you were like, oh, I got to go see Blade Runner with my dad. And then really you went to My Little Pony. I, I saw, I went to Blade Runner, IMAX, my first IMAX. First off, I would like I would like to file a complaint with Mr. Max himself, Mr. Ivan Max. Um, your speakers are too loud. That that was... That was <laughs> your a, speakers are too loud? I, I am... Oh my God, Shane, you're such I am an old a, man. I'm a pro-am DJ. I mean, I've played for the likes of Stan Lee himself, but I, I I've played in some pretty big stacks, and I, I've heard, I've experienced loud before. I had to plug my ears because Blade Runner IMAX was too loud, too loud. No, the only bad thing about doing a podcast is no one can see me when I roll my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you? Uh, are... They got stuck a little bit. <laughs> oh, he go. Um, no, <laughs> fuck you. Um, are you? Are you victim blaming right now? What? No, why am I a victim? You're not a victim. I'm a victim of her ears. <laughs> Ewa's. All right. Snowflake. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. All right. This is a delicate, delicate little flower. This is officially. I'm so sorry about your ears. We are changing format to a Milo Indianapolis fan cast right now. No. Eat a dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> Only Milo's. Um, no! <laughs> um, but no, I saw Blade Runner IMAX. Very expensive tickets. Very expensive tickets. And then I went to go see uh, My Little Pony. So I saw I got a little little double double, little little in and out, little little, little one in out the other end, little mano chez toi. No. What were we talking about? We were talking about something. Are we were talking about Life is Strange, yeah. game about uh, <laughs> preteen you. girls. You made it about and, you. And. Uh, Teen Typical angst man. and uh, really effective, relatable drama. <laughs> but it sounds no. like you've got enough of that in your life, Shane O'Hare. So <sighs> too much, too much. Um, Derek, uh, question, um, and I'm not trying to marginalize your um, yeah, you, yeah, you are uh, enjoyment of the show, but or, of the podcast of the show, of this show, of the game, of the game. Um, but is there any other similar narratives that you that you like really liked? Do you are you just really drawn to this story in particular, or do you like this type of story, like you know, adolescent, you know, stories like CW esque? That, that comes off as kind of like playing. no, no, that's a great question. Yeah, so uh, this I think feel like in particular is just extremely well written and the notes that they touch on like they touch on so many notes of like loss and acceptance and just like trying to find your way when yeah it's a it's a young adult fucking young adult game but uh uh totally totally and uh totally totally and it's super emotional um but yeah no like shows that i have enjoyed in the past you know the oc uh other shows that are like the OC. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else is there. You know, I did. Yeah, sure. I watched the nine hundred two one zero remake when it hit Netflix. Like, who cares? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what else is there. Do you know, Shane? I uh, I I watched a little bit of uh, that show Riverdale, and I like it. Oh, I love Riverdale. Ooh, Riverdale's uh, great. The new season's coming out. Like yeah, now, I need, it's out. I need to get caught up. Yeah, the first episode is out. <sighs> Okay, I have to wait. And it's on Netflix in Canada, so that's great. It's what? It's on. It's a Netflix series in Canada, so that's great. Um, yo, I just, I just want to say, uh, um, right now, I, I looked over at, um, uh, I have a, a Facebook targeted ad for an Amazon bestseller, a, a wireless keyboard, um, called the Re R I I, and for some reason that name just uh hit my funny bone. So the Re, the Re Re. Why? So it's Rihanna? so I. I Riri? Rihanna. I don't know what that is. N- never mind. I don't want to be that problematic. I feel like you are problematic. <sighs> not as problematic as you. That was that was victim blaming. I was not. Do not. No. I was not. Uh. <laughs> is the witness any good, or is it or is it overrated? Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I am excited to now that it is on iOS, which is really exciting. Uh, <clears throat> got quite a bit of critical acclaim last year when it launched on pc ps4 and xbox one this is of course the witness is the game that was the follow-up to uh the fantastic but really hard and i still haven't gotten very far in it uh braid uh which was that kind of hand-drawn looking platformer that uh has you controlling time itself as you you are do you know the end no, I don't. Ooh, like, yeah, like, the story got spoiled to me, so I'm not going to play it. But don't it was spoil like, it for us. I was like, I'm not! Kind of sounds like yeah, you're going to. No, but I'm just, like I'm just, <sighs> I was pleasantly surprised, and it's the kind of narrative that I absolutely <laughs> love. Hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, his follow-up, uh, his name is Jonathan Blow, his follow-up was The Witness, uh, which is still like, like, I, I still hear people talk about it from time to time, and, you know, it's like, it just launched on iOS, which is something that kind of came out of the blue. And it's a very, very 
pretty game um you're kind of just you as far as i'm aware you wake up kind of with no memory on this island and um you just kind of solve like like there's like over 500 puzzles that you need to solve and they're all like 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 you have right from the get-go you have full reign of this entire island and it's this gorgeous island and and uh but you may get to a puzzle where you don't have the tools that you need in order to solve it because you haven't been through the earlier puzzle of that type that kind of explains the way these mechanics work um and so you may have to leave it and come back to it and i've just heard it's a really really like reward it's very challenging but it's really rewarding when you do kind of solve the tougher pieces of the game and it's a very thought-provoking and um you know like existential like why am i here type experience um so it released on ios the other day and it's about a quarter of the price on ios as it is on other platforms which is uh really nice so i'm looking forward to picking that up um and on top of that, it's been a good week for puzzle games on iOS because a, another game that I don't know much about, but I just remember people loving a couple years back, called the Talus Principle, uh, also oh, released. Fuck! What? 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 Is, hold on, I gotta consult the book of knowledge. Yeah, so that also launched on iOS uh, yesterday, I believe, for like five dollars, and it I looks think I have fantastic. It on my, uh, Steam wish list. And and it has like uh, it, it has. Uh, MFI controller support and everything like that. So they did redo the controls for touchscreen, but you MF, can still play MFI with MFI controller support. MF, MFI, yeah. So you can. Uh, that's like the like uh, licensing for iOS compatible game controllers. Gotcha. So uh, you can play with touchscreen, and they redid the touchscreen controls. But if you do have an MFI controller, uh, you can play with traditional controls as well, which is really cool. Hmm. Um. That's actually kind of. Whoa. That's actually kind of. That's kind of neat. That's neat. Yeah, no, it looks the game looks great. Uh, I'm looking forward to picking it up. I have one of those controllers as well. I played through most of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on my iPad a couple years back with that uh, like a, a controller, it so it was pretty Android cool. As well? Hmm. Oh well, fuck. Uh, no. Um, so we there's uh, ah, what am I trying to say? Um, so there's been kind of a hubbub the last like week, week and a half about loot boxes. And every uh, all of us on the show are familiar with loot boxes and the concept behind it. But if 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 people aren't, um, <laughs> let me let me explain what. How could you not? How, in this day and age, if you're a gamer and you're not familiar with what a loot box is, I want to know what games you're playing. Whoa, way to way to be a fucking gatekeeper. No, I just want to know. You're not a real gamer. No, no, no that's not you're what not I'm saying. Re- I want to find that you're game so I can get gamer. in on it. Because you want to get in on it. I want to know what games don't have loot boxes anymore so I can play them because all the games that I enjoy anymore have some kind of loot box system. It- get uh, Pokemon. No, I don't want to play Pokemon. Derek, should she play Pokemon? <sighs> fucking everyone <laughs> should play Pokemon. Like, if you're going to play one game ever again, make it fucking Pokemon. Anyway, so loot boxes um, typically... Or Stardew Valley. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll talk about Stardew Valley. Is that on the Switch yet? It sure fucking is. <laughs> oh! Oh, my God. Gotta buy that. Gotta buy that. So hype for that. I was hyped for that when the fucking thing fucking came out, but the Switch, ooh, buddy. Um, <laughs> I wish I was ex- as excited about anything as you are for Stardew Valley on the Switch, even though you didn't know it came out this week. <laughs> and I, I'm you, learning I right even, now. <clears throat> it's like, I gotta go, I gotta go download. <laughs> um, I gotta shut the podcast down so my internet will go slightly faster. My weird Alaskan <laughs> dial-up. Whoa, bro. <laughs> I got bro. my five gigabyte cap. Bro, bro, I get 300 gigs a month. Roll, rolling gigabytes 
20 megabit down. Man, like rollover, like rollover gigabytes. Like yeah. if you only use 200 one month, you get an extra 100 the next month. Yeah. Are you like saving up for something? <laughs> Just porn. <laughs> Just porn. Some of that VR. Yo, I mean, like I can't, I need forget Stardew Valley. Forget fucking um, Life is Strange. I need to get a, a save up. No more games. No more games. I need to get a big old HTC Vive rig and just VR porn for the rest of my life. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll telecommute s- to work. Didn't it just get another price cut, or is that the that's Oculus? Still the fucking Oculus. saddest thing I've uh, heard all week. No, what telecommuting? Just... <laughs> no, giving up like everything else and just getting VR porn and just. <laughs> she obviously hasn't tried VR porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. <laughs> um. <laughs> what was I saying? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, loot boxes. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Interruptus. Interrupts Prime. Uh, so loot boxes are, um, they can come in a couple of flavors, either, um, uh, well, actually, I think, no, they either come in either flavors. Uh, they're random drops, crates, chests, and um, they typically are for cosmetic items in-game. Um, case in point, like Overwatch, you can get a loot box that you can get, like, uh, sprays, voice lines, poses, uh, character skins. In Counter Strike, um, they're mainly weapon skins with increasing rarities. Um, and in the case of like Counter Strike, uh, you get you get the loot box, but you have to buy a key, a two dollar and fifty cent key, to open the loot box. What? What? You have to buy a key with you get the box yep. for free, and then you got to pay to open it. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. Is that what loot boxes are? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Back the fun bus the fuck up. You Um, you both are just like. Okay. One. 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 Stop with the pitchy voice. Two. Two. There are different kinds of loot boxes, and Derek just wasn't familiar with that kind. I thought, like, uh, I thought you just played the game, and then it's like, here's some random shit, and maybe it's good, and maybe it's not. I didn't realize that you had to pay to open them. Yeah. So. Yeah, in in Counter Strike, you have to pay to open them, and then yeah. the the gun skins and it could that, still be shit. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. So so then so then there's 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 weapon skins in there that are worth thousands of dollars, and so people fucking oh yeah, dude, no 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 no, this is like a big deal at least in Counter Strike is that people will sell the skins for like like you know thousands of dollars, um, uh, and it's like Steam wallet money, but then you can like cash it out by oh like, wow, there's exchanges and stuff. And then there's skin gambling. There's websites where people can bet skins in like roulette or like bet skins on matches and stuff. And there was e- there was even a professional. It was I-, I think it was I buy powers a professional team a year ago that threw a major uh, in return for a bunch of weapon skins, like a couple thousand. No dollars way. Each. Yeah, yeah. Like it's what a it- world we live in. Right, right. Oh, yeah. No. So so that's that's one type of weapon skin or uh, loot box and i, I know feel like for- how yeah. they gotta like how are they they could, they should just give that game away for free if that's if that's what they're gonna do it's still 20 bucks that's crazy right right like how uh, much more money would they make if they're like yeah the first hit's free have have a free loot box and a key as well oh dude, next one it'll be 250 dude they in like over the summer like during their summer sales when like you know uh csgo is is cheap they they published their numbers they made like 1.8 million dollars on counter-strike alone selling keys this summer jeez all right that's not even counting the keys for dota and uh, team fortress 2 that's crazy right yeah there you go so um and i know I, i started playing paragon and they have they have chests and they have like boxes 
and you have to buy the keys to open the boxes and the chest you can open for free. So there's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that's, it, it's kind of an epidemic. A lot of people are, are um, there's a lot of push to get this classified as gambling um, because uh, like there's cases of like a lot of young kids, like how the fuck is that not gambling? Exactly. Right. Like you are put it like you're paying like I could go buy a scratch and win and I'm probably gonna get <laughs> shit, but there's a chance that I could get something sweet and I'm gonna pay money for this key and I can open this box, which is basically like a scratch and win ticket, and maybe I'll get nothing and it'll be just shitty, but maybe I'll get something really sweet. Like that is the same thing. So the ASRB has said that it's definitely not gambling, and they likened it to when you buy a pack of like collectible cards oh, okay, like pokemon okay. cards or baseball cards or something because you're guaranteed to get something you're just not guaranteed to get what you want i, I like would that i would brand new uh, zip- i would can, like i would like ooh. to uh, are you gonna finish yeah ah! how does it feel it's not how the first time <laughs> what do you mean how does it feel i'm female i know how it feels all the time two, two minute warning i'm gonna fucking done oh <laughs> i saw we oh don't do that oh um I would like to say the ESRB, which is an organization funded and maintained by video game producers mm-hmm. and uh, 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 like Valve and EA and all these people that fucking have loot boxes. Does that mean like if they did label it, if they did deem it gambling, that all of those games would become M-rated games? Yeah, M-rated M-rated games, and they'd be they would be illegal in some states. Oh, of course, that's never going to happen. You mean that? Yeah, of course, of course, they're not going to fucking do that. You mean there's an agency run by the people it's meant to govern, and it like lets them get away with whatever they want to do? That sounds crazy, and that would never happen in modern day America. Yeah, welcome to Trump's America and. Putin's Russia. What in Venice is who's running Venezuela? I don't remember. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's on fire. Everything's um, on fire. But anyway, so that was a very long-winded discussion of what a loot box is. Um, but that kind of ties into a couple of things that are going on right now. Um, Shadow of War came out. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Shadow of War, and there's it's a <laughs> isn't it's that a, a, that that shit's got loot yeah. boxes? That's a single-player game, isn't it? Right, yeah. Oh, listen to the listen to the rage. So it's got it's got loot boxes that are like there's a lot of cosmetic items in there, but you can unlock orcs to you know how you can um mind uh, control for the, the orcs? nemesis system or whatever. Yeah, you can unlock yeah. legendary orcs. Oh, jeez. All right, to build your army and weapons and stuff, and the only way to get those is with uh, a specific currency um, called Mirian and and gold. And you can only get gold with with money. Uh, oh, you can only get the silver loot boxes with the Mirian, but you can get the good loot boxes if you buy gold. Same thing is going on with Forza Seven. Um, so, like, so yeah. guess what's going on with fucking Forza Seven? You can. So buy- you're buying an eighty dollar yeah. game, and then you got to spend more money on this shit. Yes. Sorry, eighty dollar. I live in Canada, so games are eighty dollars plus tax. Yeah. Um, but in Forza, and I may be getting this one wrong, but the loot boxes allow you to unlock. Um, basically options. So in, in, in Forza games in the past, you can modify your difficulty. You need like, uh, you know, uh, easy, medium, hard, you know, so on and so forth, but you can like modify it. So like, Hey, I like the AI from hard, but you know, I want, I want breaking assist that you would find in, in easy, but you know, the, the pathfinding, I want the pathfinding from medium where it doesn't show you where to drive the whole time, but just like where to break. 
you know, stuff like that. The only way to get those options is to like unlock it in loot boxes. Like core components from the game in the past, you you can only get from loot boxes. So this is this is the evolution of DLC where it's mm-hmm. just getting fucking worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. now instead of paying extra money for something I'm guaranteed to have, I'm paying something to have the chance of having something that I want. Yeah. That, uh, I'm just going to stick to buying Skyrim from now on. <laughs> I've played so much. I- yeah, but at least, d- at least I know what I'm getting yeah. there. Yeah, but but Skyrim has the fucking mod market. Yeah, but oh, you can get mods. free mods. You don't have to yeah, pay but, for all of them. But but your it's mods true. aren't. Caught. I feel like. Uh, do you guys buy a lot of DLC just kind of on that note? I don't buy any like, DLC. I it, think like the only DLC that I can recall ever purchasing was the DLC for Bioshock Infinite. That that was the the, the first thing that immediately came to mind when you said that um, because of this, I probably. The best game I've ever. I played. take it back. I paid. Uh, yeah, it's one of. I bought. I bought DLC for Skyrim. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I didn't play Skyrim until the edition that came out last year, Ugh. so it came with all the DLC. Farman. But uh, yeah, like that's just. Uh, I feel like I feel like half the time, like if I buy a game and it's like here's a code for some cosmetic shit, like I'm not even gonna use that code because I don't give a fuck what my character looks like. <laughs> I just want to play the game I spent eighty dollars on for four to five hours and then put it in the drawer and never I touch it again. I still have like the little card inserts that came with my Fable games for some like oh, <laughs> I still have all my Fable games too, but like the little they had like weapons you could only get if you pre-ordered stuff and it came on like a card with a picture of your character with the weapon and it had the code at the bottom. I never redeem them <laughs> i still have them Ooh, that's gotta be that's worth it something might be i'm pretty sure i still have them um, i gave my brother my like my chesty thing that i got they had like a book for the what was the that book they had like a book that you got with the last game your your, your chesty thing why'd you gotta make things fucking weird <laughs> do you, Derek, do you remember the name of my world of warcraft character uh it was it i don't chesty melons yes yeah that's it. yeah ding, i ding, remember ding. chesty melons um take old biddies <laughs> Tail bitties. That Jeff Kaplan's old name. <laughs> anyway, let's just finish this thought. So Shadow of War has got those particular loot boxes. Um, PC gamers um, have discovered like a cheat to like get the Mirian currency for free. Um, and you can also, if you don't agree to the, like the Warner Brothers online interactive EULA at the beginning, um, you know, when you start the game, it's like, hey, do you agree for the online stuff? It just cuts that marketplace out and it's not constantly getting like shoved down your throat. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that has come out uh, after the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta is that they have loot boxes. They had um, kind of a loot box system in the last one. They had like basically like cards that you can use to activate, you know, like. Right. I remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> This one has this one has loot boxes where um, you have you can like you can get cards that like give you different abilities and there's cosmetic stuff and you can level up the cards. But um, some of them are complete complete multiplayer advantage. There's one that if you're playing as Boba Fett and you have this particular card, if you're in the air like flying, you're invincible and do double damage. Oh jeez! Like just straight up. Like that is you can I, I can I can totally you know all the Overwatch stuff all the, the Counter Strike stuff I can totally say like hey you know what fine you know the skins are or whatever you know they're worth that much money but no. multiplayer advantage if getting like a like a particular machine gun skin in Counter Strike made you do more damage that's, that's no no way in, acceptable no way acceptable um it's and there was um a British MP um 
what does MP stand for again? Military yeah. police? Uh, a British uh, MP by the name of Daniel Zeichner actually um, asked a British parliament to regulate loot boxes. Um, okay. So uh, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's a bunch of stuffy, stuffy old... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but par- that's how I that's how, that's how I explain parliament. <laughs> um, it's gonna be like <laughs> hush. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the it's a the, really negative way of looking at the world. The loot box gate, loot gate, box gate is like the new DLC gate. Does that mean when something and good happens? Everything, everything is terrible. Shit, everything is terrible. Everybody's now. shit. That's um. <laughs> hey, everything's terrible. Okay. Everybody's shit. All right. That's. Uh, it's it's what we call an anomaly, and I, I'm just worried I'm having a stroke. I actually don't know anything about that. That was All right. That's Derek's business. Um, I didn't really look any, into it. I'm a anything person. else, Courtney? You want to talk about your um, your, yeah. your lovely humble bundle being taken over by the evil that is IGN? Oh, IGN bought IGN bought humble bundle. <laughs> Derek, <clears throat> uh, I just thought it was an interesting development. Um, but yeah, IGN purchased humble bundle. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, my throat. <laughs> um, uh, they did note in a press release, however, that Humble will continue to operate independently in the wake of the acquisition and no significant business or staffing changes will occur. I don't believe um, them. <laughs> uh, they did say it, it will have some degree of support from IGN, specifically in terms of accelerating growth and raising more money for charity. Um, I don't believe them. The VP of IGN uh, said that if it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, the idea is that just just to feed them with the, the resources they need to keep doing what they're doing. I we, want the, we want to stick to the fundamentals in the short term. We don't want to disrupt anything we are uh, doing right already because of the shared vision. Oh, this is the humble guys. Because of the shared vision and overlap of our customer bases, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. I don't believe them. Why not? I just I don't believe them. I don't want to see it. I mean, this the same thing happened to Woot uh, when when Amazon bought Woot. Woot just like went went to share. Like, oh, it's going to be great. You know, it's, we're going to let them operate independently. And then Woot turned to, to garbage. And then the people who started Woot went out and started another mm. company. I think they mm-hmm. started. Hold on. Oh, before I say this, I want to. It's kind of interesting because this kind of ties into what I'm doing in school right now because we're doing like business stuff. They start. And we were discussing mm-hmm. like. Because it's an, we talk about sustainability and eco stuff. So we're talking about fair trade, and they're like, "Well, how would you fix fair trade? And don't, why don't you trust companies to to follow through on what they say?" And I was like, "Because I'm an Alaskan, and I grew up post post Exxon Valdez oil spill, <laughs> and we never got our money from that. And they s- spilled oil a second time after they said they wouldn't, and fucked up shit again. And so I don't trust companies. And everybody kind of just, I don't know. I think it's really like naive and a very to just think that companies are going to try and do things that are good just because they say they will like unless it's written into your bylaws i don't trust one thing that a company says like even google even google whose motto was don't do evil hell is is doing evil so like like who who can you trust who who can you trust you know who you can trust the fine folks at loot crate that's right if you want to get an amazing box the amazing crate if you are a geeky fan head on over to lootcrate.com slash geekscape and use the promo code geekscape when you check out to get a big old fanny discount there's a bunch of different crates we got the loot crate loot crate pets loot anime halo loot gaming we got a bunch of stuff from the slam crate marvel marvel I, crate. i wish i could get that slam crate do you want, Gosh! Do you want to like do a drop shipment? Like, cause like you can get it sent to me, and then I can send it to you. That sounds really expensive. Yeah, 
Why not send it to me and then I can send it? That still sounds expensive. Not that. Or, like, just... we could meet up every once in a while and I could just hand it to you. That sounds expensive. Mm. <laughs> That's less expensive, y'all. That is less expensive. T- we'll talk. We'll talk. Anyway. We'll make so, it um, uh, we, October's It's a great theme. box, huh? It's a great box. Yeah, October's Who doesn't theme. love a good box? <laughs> Is there a is there a taste of the box? Power to theoretically munch out of box. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make this weird. Uh, sorry, loot crate. Um, loot crates. October- I think this got weird three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, October's theme is mythical. You hear the stories, the whispers of creatures and beings beyond imagination. Peer into the shadows and explore the legends in October's truly mythical collection. If you can get get it in and purchase. <laughs> Um, get it in. If you can get it in and purchase your crate before 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on October 19th, you will get Mythical. This, 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 this is featuring Stranger Things, Marvel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Ghostbusters. So get in on that. And there's a chance to win the Mega Crate, which there's a comes what? with a fucking 4K TV and some, yeah. And a big old, big old Molnir hammer. So thank you for sponsoring the Geekscape Network, their Loot Crate. So make sure you go to lootcrate.com slash Geekscape and use that promo code Geekscape. And you'll also get a little discount. Thank you. I, f- I feel like at the end there, like he was really trying to hold in a Rick Sanchez burp. He kind of, did, did you hear it there, Courtney? Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's too funny. You know why he gets so upset with us, Derek? I don't know why. Because you and I are so similar, and normally we don't stand up to him, and, like, the last couple of months, we've just gotten real sassy, (laughs) (laughs) and he doesn't know how to deal with it. Ah, yeah. I told you I can't repress anything anymore. (laughs) I'll explode. Mm, Explode all over me, Derek. Not in a good way. You? What have you been playing recently, Derek? Uh, Damn it. Mostly, it's uh, been Stardew Valley on the Nintendo Switch. Um... It takes all the th- things you loved about Stardew Valley a year ago, and it makes them portable, and that's the game. But uh, oh, and it's really cool now because like at work, the fuck up, you piece of shit. <laughs> Explain what the fuck Stardew Valley is, you fucking prick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was I was going to, I was getting there. Jane, you haven't been getting enough sleep, have you? <laughs> I'm so tired. So Stardew Valley is made by one dude, uh, and it's basically like all the things, all the things that were good about the old Harvest Moon games, but like turned up to eleven, and they got rid of all the bullshit from the new new Harvest Moon games. Um, so you're in this like, like. When you start the game, you're in this like the drudgery of modern life, and you just work in this office tower. And um, but your grandfather, who died, left you his like old farm, and so you decide that you no no longer want to live this life you're living, and you go to this tiny uh, place called Stardew Valley, which is like a little town, and uh, you have to figure out how to make a farm and do a lot of other stuff. And there's like mines, and you can go and fight like creatures in there. Um, but you like uh, get you know like you have to water your plants every day. But then you'll start to get better materials, so you can build things like sprinklers, which will do it automatically. And just trying to make yourself more and more efficient because the 
kind of the uh, main enemy in the game is time, and you never have enough of it. So whoa, you'll start that's each. That's like an allegory for life, man. <laughs> so you'll start each day with, you know, X amount of things to do, and you really need to figure out how to prioritize them best because there's no way either you'll run out of energy or uh, before the end of the day, or you'll run out of time before you have a chance to finish everything. And uh, can you? It's got these real. Can you? Like if you if if you don't make it like home to bed, you can like pass out and die, or like it, like you, get damaged. Yeah, you pass out uh, if you don't make it home in time, or if you run out of energy, you'll pass out and wake up in your bed. But then the next day, you start with less energy, uh, and you also lose money because like the doctor of the town has to bring you home. That's too real. I can't deal with that game. Uh, and it's like it's got this really like just this extremely catchy like it will be in your head forever soundtrack and this really kind of cute pixel art uh style and it is just so like my fiance who i say she doesn't play video games but she actually spends more time playing video games than i do by a large margin put her back on this podcast right i I, maybe we'll one one some night when she's not at work we will get her back on um but yeah she put over a hundred hours into her last game of stardew valley and uh now she's gonna be able to play it portably um and it's a really cool like so many people at work because i was so excited for it i've been talking about it at work and then so many people that have switches at work picked it up and like it's really interesting because at first you're like what the fuck is this game this game's dumb i don't really get it and then like and then like the next day they're like oh yeah i played like all night like <laughs> like at some point at, at the start it's just this like weird like why am i planting things and then watering them and and what else do i do and then at some point it just clicks and then it, and then you can Sounds never like ever stop like when farmville first uh, came out everybody was really into it it's you have plants. You have to water them. It was. <clears throat> I remember when um, what was that that Pokemon DS game the the matching one like where it was uh, basically- Pokemon Shuffle. Yeah, that was that was it for me. That was yeah, that was pretty fantastic. And then it came out on uh, it came out on iOS. I don't know if it came out on Android, but I got back into it again when it came out there. So you might be able to download it on your Android phone. Mm, my Android. Uh, other than that, uh, other than that, something I talked about on the last episode I was on, but my audio cut off at the end. But Farpoint, uh, I finally tracked down a copy of Farpoint with the PlayStation aim, con- aim PlayStation Aim controller. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, it is. What? Did, what? what why tired. are you laughing now? Just What's going on? <clears throat> it's like nine o'clock in Alaska, dude. I woke up at seven, and I worked all day. Yes, yeah, so did I. Did you wake up at seven? You woke up at seven, but you stayed in bed until oh ten o'clock. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> Don't reveal my secrets. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what? How did that bus feel? <laughs> so, so, Shut so up, Farpoint, uh, Farpoint is one of the no it's got to be the coolest vr experience i've had so far like it's just this like being holding this controller that moves in real time as you move it and you know the buttons on the gun like like are are there on the controller as well that you're looking at like it's just this it's another level of immersion and it's like just so cool and it's to the point where like yeah i want to aim down the sights of my gun so you close one eye and you lift the gun like you lift the gun up to your eye like you're looking at a real gun and it, it's just this like it's it's almost hard to describe how immersive it is, but I, I've had so many cool VR experiences, and I and, and just within the first moments of of this one, it quickly became the 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 my like my favorite one. Like it's uh, uh it's it's interesting because I would say if you do not 
like the game itself like don't buy it like it's not it's probably not like the game itself is probably pretty mediocre but playing it with the aim controller and the added immersion of that makes it like a like one of the best gaming experiences i've ever had like it's to the point where a lot of the creatures especially at the beginning of the game are very like insect like like they're these like spider things that kind of jut side to side and like jump at you and like there are moments where it's so tense or else something i'll just catch something out of the corner of my eye and it'll fly at your face and you'll fuck you'll freak the fuck out and like i'll just have to stop playing because i'm like like a bigger at that point it's a bigger jump scare than any horror movie or horror game you've ever played before and because you're in it it is so it feels so much more real and it's so much more intense and uh it's it's super cool i what what i, I uh, yeah well blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> hold on and i love i and i love the fact that now that uh because that aim controller is still sold out everywhere all the time like i really lucked out picking up a bundle but even though not a lot of people have been able to get their hands on it at this point um a lot of other games are starting to support the aim controller as well um so i'm excited to pick up some of the other stuff that has added that support and now is now is a great time to do so because uh the playstation vr just hit its first anniversary and to celebrate it there is actually a playstation vr sale going on on the playstation network so there's Big, big discounts on a ton of big, really big fun titles. only on the PlayStation Plus. <laughs> so tons of cool titles. Uh, you know, things like Job Simulator, uh, which is one of my favorites that I've played so far. Uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, which is really cool. The Batman, uh, Batman Arkham VR, which is like uh, really, uh, it's like it's like an hour and a half. Um, but at the price it's at right now, is definitely worth it. PlayStation VR Worlds for extremely cheap. Um, some that I'm going to pick up like jo- uh, like Surgeon Simulator and and several others that. Uh, there's some horror titles that I really want to get into, even though I haven't been able to finish Resident Evil Seven yet because it's too scary. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff on there, and that sale runs until the seventeenth, I believe. Right on, right on. Uh, Courtney, what have you been playing this week? Um, I played a lot of Skyrim. It was a rough week for me, so I played Skyrim. Um, and I was doing a lot better than I used to when I played Skyrim. So I don't know if I've just gotten better at games or what. Um, the only thing that was problematic was when I switched from playing Skyrim with my archer to playing Overwatch and playing Hanzo and the Junkin side event is that it made it harder for me to shoot. <laughs> Because when you play in Skyrim and you're shooting, you have to do a full draw on your bow in order to get maximum power. That is not necessarily the case in Overwatch. And uh, I was wasting time Actually, doing a full draw. You, you do yeah. do a di- it's a distance thing with Hanzo. Yeah, but I mean, like I would be I would be shooting things that were close, and I like like the Zombot things would be at the door, and I would just need an just tink them to get them to fucking die and i would be doing a full draw every time <laughs> you're you're a much better hunter than i am <laughs> oh thank you i feel I, I did pretty well i have a couple decent play the games that i saved humble brag um i get a humble brag about games every once in a while because i'm not very good at games in general so when i'm good at something i get excited um i also so i got a new phone a couple weeks ago um so i have the sony phone and I haven't tried, so you're supposed to be able to use it as like a satellite device for your PS4, uh, which I haven't done yet, but I'm going to try and play with this week um, because that was a major selling point of this phone for me. Um, and I love it. I also have been trying to get some um, like Android games to play while I'm at school because I have like an hour long lunch break where I've just been sitting around. Um so if anyone has any suggestions on good Android-based games that I can put on my phone. Uh, you are a much better... The tap-tap 
tap tap games are getting old. Tap tap games, like tap tap games from like ten years ago. No, like ta- like like there's one I had where like you get um you like you have little foxes and you you put you have to tap the boxes to open the foxes and then you take the two foxes oh, and put them together and you. Have I've to got a, I've got a couple games yeah. for you. Let me I, see. I, I just, can't do those anymore. They're driving me nuts. So there's a game you should look at. Those. It's called Egg Inc. Ooh. Uh, I'm just making sure it is on Androids. Sure is. Sure Egg is. Inc. Uh, and also, I think you like Rick and Morty. Did you play, have you played Pocket Mortys? No. No. So Pocket Mortys is a free game. I'm gonna play Pocket Mortys. Just there's to be over straight. 200 Mortys to catch at this point, and uh, like every, it was really interesting because during season three, like every week, they would add more Mortys to catch based on what Mortys were in the episode. Uh, it's really fun. It's really well done. I played the Jerry's games, um, which I thought were really. <laughs> oh funny. yeah, yeah. But I didn't play Pocket Mortys. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely get into that Pocket Mortys. Or and get a Nintendo Switch and play Stardew Valley at school. Find me my sugar daddy to buy me my. The first, the first night that Stardew Valley came out, I brought it to work, uh, and then I forgot it at work, and I was really sad <gasps> oh. because that meant I was transiting home for like almost two hours and couldn't play. And then I got home and I couldn't play, so that sucked. Sword. Shane, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing Overwatch. Oh, we gotta talk about the o- the Overwatch gods. Fuck you. Bless up. Fuck. Bless up. You. Bless up. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Salam. Um. So the Halloween event is going on in on Overwatch, and everybody got gets a complimentary loot box. Loot boxes. I don't want to talk about. Um. This. In my complimentary loot box, I opened it and I got a legendary. The legendary skin, which was last Halloween's Reaper skin, his uh headless horseman jack-o'-lantern pumpkin head um skin um my next loot box had a legendary in it and it had reaper's dracula skin from this year my third loot box had zenyatta's legendary skin from this year's halloween events in it which which miss courtney dawson over here was coveting and you were quite i'm so mad at you you're like abrasive. oh look at this cool no because what did you say oh look at this cute thing i got like and the last thing, couple things you'd sent me were like voice lines or something. I fucking open it and it's the goddamn skin I want. I haven't gotten anything good from this whole fucking system since the Halloween event came out. I got the the May Rescue skin, whatever. That's not what I want. I want the Zenyatta skin. I can't get it. I've got nothing but voice lines and sprays this entire fucking week. Gambling, gambling. I'm just on a lucky street. It's- so my first three, my first three loot boxes, Derek. Had legendaries in it. My next loot box didn't have anything in it. The loot box after that had another legendary in it. The other somber skin that I that I wanted. So I was just getting a legendary, uh, and the legendaries are golden. So I was getting a big old golden shower. <laughs> Sounds like you won that lottery. Yeah. Oh, oh, I did. Oh, I did indeed. So we all win the lottery by listening to Geekscape games. The lottery has been won. So. That's it. That was level 130. Happy. It's not quite it. Yeah, it's not, not quite it. Yet. We have shit. <clears throat> oh. Uh, oh. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you read the show notes, you would know. Uh, yeah. So there are a couple of new things to talk about. Uh, do you want to start, yeah. Courtney? So we have a Discord server now um, that the lovely, wonderful Carlos Angry Bananas helped me set up. Um, so it's for our listeners, for our fans. So you guys can come in there. And you can do promotion of your own projects that you have going on. You can share information if you've got any good deals that you found or um, if you found like a glitch in a game or you just want to stop by and say hi. You can. You want to cyber? No. I. 
Put on your robe and wizard hat. You got a DM chain for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Um, we'll put the link on our Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash group slash Geekscape Game. Geekscape Games Podcast. There we go. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll be posting. We'll hook it up. We'll connect it with our Twitch account. We'll let you guys know when we're streaming um, game nights that we do or when we're ready to stream live our wonderful podcast that you love so much there. what 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 podcast is that <laughs> courtney and rosie basic as fuck <laughs> Ooh. no the geeks game games podcast obviously oh people people love of that one they okay do. i didn't i didn't I mean, know i that. loved it that's why i made chain let me join <laughs> she made me let you i asked nicely geek escape <laughs> what news do you have derek uh we want we wanted to try something new uh, so back in the day, we used to run something called a mission objective where we would ask you guys a question at some point during uh, the week and then read out those responses on the show. Uh, something, something I've been hearing a few of my favorite podcasts, um, other than the Geekscape Games podcast, uh, do uh, is a segment just called like, just in this case, Ask Geekscape Games. So uh, we thought we would uh, start, you know, throwing out a hashtag at, at Geekscape. Fuck. <laughs> ask geekscape games that's really hard to say we should change that and uh you can ask us questions you know maybe you want to know uh it's almost halloween what are our favorite horror titles you know games we're embarrassed that we've never played how much money we spent on amiibos all sorts of stuff fucking ambios Um, man ambios uh so if you want to ask us questions uh there'll be options to do that uh this week the only responses were from hosts <laughs> of the geekscape games podcast but let's yes. do it anyways uh what is what are all your favorite fishes fishes guess fish, who like guess fish who the creature <laughs> favorite fish favorite fish uh fucking sword really yeah that's I mean, I, like so the I, most I don't fish that's... in the ocean is your favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna get a talking to later. Uh, <laughs> no, too high maintenance. So I, I definitely thought about it in uh, like food, <laughs> and I thought, you know, because fish to me is mostly food. Fair. So smoked salmon was the number one uh, by far. Um, I also lion fishes are cool really too, cool. but but I don't eat those. Um, I'm gonna go with. The archer fish. So there are these, or Lana. <laughs> Not quite. Um. So archer fish are really cool. They actually um project water, um and can hit targets above the water like insects and knock oh, them into the water and then they can eat them. So I mean, if you think about it, that's pretty advanced for a fish. They have to be able to account for like the distortion of the water because you know when you're looking from below water up into something it changes where things are in your perception um no no a question for you isn't it like they just don't see there's something about them like compensating for the distortion of the water where it's like hey whereas we would just like angle it this many degrees or angle it that many degrees like they just don't as far as we can tell they 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 have that ability to, to make that that same change. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I mean, there's not. I mean, you can't ask the fish how the fuck did you do that. But um, has anybody tried? Different. Is it, you know, no one asks how the fish do, does does it. <laughs> nobody, nobody has. You tried? I mean, 
only like like only in the last five years has science acknowledged that things like fish and invertebrates even acknowledge pain. So I mean, we don't have the ability to talk to them. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, archerfish, or there's also uh, a fish, and I can't remember the name of it, but they have four eyes. So they can see above water and below water at the same time. They're really cool. They live in the Amazon. It's interesting, like, when anybody says anything about the Amazon, I just think about Amazon, the company. Oh, really? I immediately, as soon as, like, they live in the Amazon, I thought of Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo with that little girl with the braces. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a piranha. They live in the Amazon. I hate that movie so much, but I love it. Uh, I feel like it's really hard to hate Finding Nemo. Uh, I hate it because every time I go to an aquarium... It's Dory! It's Uh, Dory! Where's Nemo? We actually had... One of my classmates was actually trampled by a herd of five-year-olds trying to get at Nemo. (laughs) But uh, remove that from the whole thing. Great, great, great motion picture. Great motion picture. Uh, next up, in honor of Matthew Kelly and his birthday, favorite Matthew Kelly Matt. Uh, Are you talking memory. about my least favorite Matthew Kelly story? <laughs> no, it has to be your favorite. Positive. It's his birthday. Be nice. Um, favorite Matt Kelly story. Um, probably like just getting to to know him at Comic Con, and his like just his like he he's so plucky. It's like the best way to describe him. And like it was either our first or second Comic Con, and like I'm beat. All of our voices are shot. I'm sitting in the booth watching Matt like hand out the postcards, and I'm there's there's a video somewhere from like my old phone, just me filming him. Like like look at him. He's not even talking. He's handing him cards. Like he doesn't even like what is he doing? Like <laughs> um yeah, Matt Matt Kelly is all around like an amazing experience. His horror movie night live stream, um dipping in and out of that to help a lot was really really fun. Um I really liked that, and I'm really glad he was able to put that on and. You know, honestly, I think, you know, my favorite Matt Kelly experience is going to be when I'm on the Horror Movie Night podcast and we can talk about, <laughs> we can talk about Cemetery Man, you know, it's been 84 days. Um, my ba- favorite Matt Kelly experience was getting to hang out with Matt Kelly and his super fan, Rudy. Shouts out, Rudy. Um, it was before we started stuff for San Diego Comic-Con. I got it early and we just kind of like hung out and walked around and ate some delicious food and... Like, we were going to go to the zoo, but the zoo was going to close in, like, an hour, and I wanted to spend actual time in the zoo, so. Still didn't get to go to the zoo. Still don't think I'm going to go to SeaWorld. Uh, I hear it's a fantastic zoo. The San Diego Zoo? Yeah. Yeah. But I have not made I have not made any time in the last five years of going to San Diego to do anything but Comic-Con. You, you well, need to check I mean, out the wild. Actually, we went to, I went to Universal Studios with Shane, and it was a great day. That was LA. Yeah, I know, yeah. but that was after San Diego. Um. The the wild animal park in San Diego is lady to titty. Uh, the only thing is, like, you definitely, like, I was looking at it. I thought it was going to be something we could maybe do, like, this the Woodland Park Zoo in Seattle. You can do in a couple hours, and it's, mm. it's, you can pretty much see everything, and you're happy. But from what I can tell, this one's, like, an all-day experience, and it's, like, $80 to get in. Versus, like, normal zoo fare that I'm used to paying is maybe 10 or $15. So, dropping 80 bucks on a, on a zoo visit, like, that has Man, to be Man, shit is zoo. cheap where you're from. Yeah? Fucking nothing costs 10 or $15 here. How much work zoo? All right. All right. We are, we are way over time, and I'm freezing. Uh, I have to go to I haven't shared my favorite Matt Kelly memories yet. But memories? It, your favorite you know. Matt Kelly memories? <laughs> What's your favorite? Tell, no, let us know what it is. So, number one, that time he replaced Shane O'Hare on the Geeks Geek Games podcast. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I have a couple. Uh, Matt is just such a great dude. Uh, I fucking love Matt. But uh, this past year at Comic-Con, it was amazing just like sitting at the Geekscape booth, uh, booth number 3919. And um, 
just seeing like so many people come up to him or like there was even instances where somebody said something and Matt Kelly would laugh and somebody would come and be like, are you Matt Kelly from horror movie night? Like I recognize your laugh and I'm a big fan of your show. And just seeing all of these people come up to him and like be so excited to meet him and be super big fans of him and the work that he puts out because he puts, I mean, they all put so much work into that and seeing that success come and seeing him just have just such a good time meeting these people that, you know, he may not have ever spoken to before, but that really appreciate what he does every, you know, week in and week out was amazing to see. And I, and I really appreciate the fact that I got to sit there and, and observe that. Um, so that's going to be one of the coolest ones uh, beyond that. Don't forget us, Matt Kelly. Uh, when we make it to the top. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Once Nerd despise you. Uh, and then uh, recently, actually, I was, uh, you know, in a bit of a lull uh, due to some stuff that was going on. And I posted some post, you know, some I'm sad, look at me post on Facebook. Yeah, hey, I do that uh, all the time. And, uh, and it was like, and then like not, I, I, I was on my lunch break at work and I was just feeling super shitty and not like, not five minutes after I posted that, but my phone starts ringing and it's Matt Kelly. And like he over the, you know, I've had so much shit going on over the past year and it's been a really hard year to get through. And he has just been like, he reaches out so often and so often I don't reach out back and, and I always felt like shit, but he was always like, I always felt like shit about not, you know, not responding to him. And he's always like, no, it's cool. I totally get it. And you know, this time I pick up the phone and he's just like, it's just a really quick conversation, but he was just like, like, hey, man, you know, like, just want to see how you are. I know everything sucks. Just want you to know I love you. Like, let me know if I can do anything. But just, like, just the fact that he saw that and reached out right away, it was just really touching. And Matt Kelly's a great guy. Yeah, I really um, I like him. Good person. Yeah. Uh, all right, Courtney Dossett, your question is, what is your worst date story? Go, Courtney. Oh, no. Weird side hug? No, the guy. No, it's too long. You have to listen to the podcast for it. It's too long. It's the co- really yeah, this bad. is actually this is a moment to plug the other podcast. Co- it wasn't Co-ro meant. Just no, like I p- basic as fuck. Yeah, no, it wasn't meant to do that. I, I was like just throwing things out there. I was like, wait, that's that's actually a topic for our episode. No, it's really long. You have to listen to it. But um, worst date I ever had was with a Tinder girl <laughs> um, who. Uh, ended up looking nothing like her pictures. Looked a lot like my aunt. And I was like, ah, and I, but I was really hungry. And they had really good beer at this this venue I was at. And I was just getting ready to go DJ. <laughs> and so I was like, I was already eating. Let's just shut up. <laughs> Fuck off, Barry. <laughs> Shane O'Hare, ever the gentleman. Uh, and we were talking. I just love the like. She looked. He looked like. She looked like my aunt. But I was really hungry, and they had really good beer. Like, um. And um, she, like her stories were just like, yeah, you know, my parents like abuse me emotionally and mentally. I live with my grandmother, but she's mean too. Like, yeah, if you ever come over, like my house is a mess, so like you probably won't. And you know, my car's a mess too, and that's a sign of depression. But you know, ha ha ha. And I was like, oh, oh god, oh god. So uh, actually, probably the worst day is when Cordy Dawson brought me coffee to my open house. That wasn't a bad date. Oh, <laughs> it was. It was a great date. Derek, what's your... Will they, won't they? What's your worst date, What is Derek? What is happening, guys? Oh, sorry. Was that, was that, was that out loud? Um, <laughs> uh, see, I thought about this. I've been thinking about this for the like past few hours. I don't think I've ever had a bad date. Bar is open. Uh, I've never... I You know, I've never really dated. Um, oh, that's why. You can't say that one of your dates with Miko was I got done. nothing. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't. Like, like... 
I, I, there's just no instance with any girl that I've ever like date dated been in a relationship with where it's like oh we planned this thing that was supposed to be good and it really sucked like oh (laughs) no no i have not what's that like (laughs) joe Joe lynch things are different things are different up in canada maybe maybe things are different in canada i don't know all right we're we're done that's it we're calling i just don't try to date people that look like my aunt (laughs) maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's why all right everybody thank you for listening to episode 130 that was happy birthday matt kelly as always you can find us on geekscape.net on twitter at geekscape games i am at shane o'hare on twitter i'm not on it so good luck but follow me uh you can find me on gaming platforms at ss jaken i got the epic launcher i've been playing i forgot to talk about it i've been playing paragon and um fortnite battle royale so add me ss jaken on epics uh i can't believe you're not playing destiny 2 is what i, I don't can't have believe. it yet it came out like a month like that game's almost dead but but here it came out a month but ago i need to buy two copies so i'm just like, like trying to save up mm. uh Courtney Dossett. it's an endless endless struggle you can find me on twitter passive aggressively tweeting every day at AK Geeky Girl and everywhere else I'm Geeky Girl AK. And, and uh, so I'm at D Cranavelt on Twitter and Captain K seventeen on gaming platforms. And you can also find me on the newly minted Geekscape Games uh, Discord channel. Yeah, all three of us are in there. Uh, I don't think I've posted anything yet, but uh, let's start a conversation. <laughs> Do it for Adam. Shut, uh yeah. Uh. John, uh, sh- shouts out, shouts out to Jeremy Shepard. I love you. Shouts we out. love you. Fan of the week. Fan of the week. Man, I feel energetic tonight. Fan I, of the week. I, I got really pissed. We'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.